didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, July 8th, 2012. Well, g'day folks and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 205 and a very tired Grant McHaren. Grant, uh, what have you been up to all week? Mate, I've been, what is it, about 500 kilometres northwest of Melbourne in a place called Mildura, right on the northern border with New South Wales and very close to the South Australian border. And I've been uh, spending the whole week flying hot air balloons. Oh, that's interesting, mate. So ballooning. All right, let's move on. You're not getting away with it that easy, Visha. Oh, why? Why? What? what, what any, anything else happen while you're up there, mate? Oh, one tiny little goal was achieved. Oh, that's good. We'll talk about that next week. Anyway, no way. Uh, <laughs> are you making me work for this? I thought you were going to be all nice and gushy to me, but no, you're making me work it. All right, fess up. I'm now a certified hot air balloon pilot. Yes, thank you, studio audience. Yeah, thanks for making me work for it. <laughs> no worries. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. Fantastic thanks. news. Well, tell us all about it. Now, that's a private uh, balloon certificate? Yeah, it is private pilot balloon certificate. I have done all the check flight and done all my requisite training hours and solo hours and exams and everything, and it all came together at the end of this week. And, yeah, did the check flight. It was great. I loved my solos. They were fantastic. Um, it was The balloon was a lot more responsive with just me on board, even though I'm kind of heavy. And... And uh, yeah, really had a good time. Everything's done. I now just have to submit the paperwork and wait for my certificate to come out to me, at which point I can go and uh, one angle a balloon somewhere and go for a fly. Fantastic, mate. Now, I, I want to tell our listeners here that um, I've known, how long we've known each other, Grant? Four years now, at least? Oh, something like that, mate. And this has been a goal for Grant for a very long time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's there's been some tough times financially, but uh, that, that's fantastic <laughs> news, mate. So seriously, well done to you, mate. And um, I want to talk about your solo, your first solo. Now, you announced that on Twitter and, and all the other social media portals this week. And any of us that have got our pilot's licenses can all remember our first solos. I can remember mine. It was in on April Fool's Day, in fact, in 1990 <laughs> in a Cessna 150 VH November. Alpha Juliet. That's obviously uh, common to most of us doing it in a light aircraft, but uh, a balloon solo. Tell us yeah. all about it. Well, uh, yeah, I had been flying with Paul, my instructor. Um, I've had a few instructors, uh, a couple from the company and a couple of other folks I've flown with, and uh, went up this week with Paul to finish it all up. And we were doing some flights. We were doing some practice descents and landings and intermediate landings, and I was nailing everyone, and we we're having a lot of fun. And he said, all right, I'm going to get out on this one. And uh, he went for a walk. And walked through a paddock to the retrieve vehicle where the guys had come and met us. And he just said, go fly, spend about half an hour, have some fun, enjoy it. And so, yeah, put some heat into the balloon, took off. And I knew vaguely what, you know, had a pretty rough idea of what the winds were doing at different altitudes. So I just took off, got some height, went more to the left, followed a couple of other balloons, knew where they were ahead of me and uh, figured out if I wanted to get there, I'd have to go high, get some left. So I was only about 1,200 feet up, got the left wind, then came down, got into a bit more of the right and got really low over a couple of paddocks, like keeping the basket just two feet off the top of the dirt and followed the contours of the paddocks and stayed in the right. And yeah, just had a really good time, popped up a bit more over, over some power lines and trees and back down the other side and yeah it was really really good fun and a beautiful little stand-up landing kept the balloon inflated and um, at which point my instructor and uh, his nephew who was learning with him came over and they hopped on I hopped off and they flew and I drove oh fantastic mate and I bet you've been uh, if you'll pardon the pun you've been floating ever since (laughs) yeah you could say that the second solo was a lot of fun the winds picked up and it got a bit brisk at landing time and I actually wound up doing like it was a bit over 30 meters from first contact with the ground to final stop 
the um, the final drag was about 20 meters and I kicked up this big bow wave of, of soft dirt and uh, wound up with a whole lot of dirt in the tops of the tanks in the basket. It was <laughs> hilarious. And the third one, was, which was the, I only had to do uh, two hours of solo over at least two flights that had to be on at least two separate days. So I did my three solos over three separate days. And uh, yeah, the final one was hilarious. Um, I went to do an, a landing and it was tight. There was a lot of complications and I was descending and it wasn't really round out so I put a bit more heat in it didn't really do much I put a bit more heat in didn't really do much put a lot more heat in still didn't do much and I thought oh this is it I'll just land and have a bit of a heavy thumper pulled the vent but left it a bit late to pull so by the time everything reacted the whole balloon had bounced back up into the air oh. and next thing I know I'm at 50 feet and climbing <laughs> with the pilot lights off and I've, I've reset the vent and everything because I was trying to in my mind I wanted to keep it upright so Paul and his nephew could take over and come out and fly <laughs> and I sort of basically stuffed it up and um, one might say I ballooned the landing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I find myself at 50 feet and climbing, make sure the vent's settled, turn the burners back on, get some altitude, get on the radio and say, oh, sorry, guys, I kind of stuffed that up. And Paul's like, yeah, you're a bit late on the vent. Oh, really? You don't say. <laughs> so, yeah, went over, flew over a forest and uh, made a really good landing in another spot, another nice stand-up landing. It was a bit squirrely, the winds, so managed to keep it inflated and hand it over to Paul and, and James and off I went to drive. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, and the, the really important bit, mate, for especially for our American listeners, my first ever solo of a hot air balloon was on the 4th of July. Oh, there you go. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, it was uh, I'd done all my solos, done everything else. I'd already done my emergency procedures. And so on Saturday morning, very cold morning, I did the whole thing, directed all the crew, gave everyone their briefings, set up the balloon, got on, got my um, examiner on as a passenger, gave him the briefings and uh, we took off and had a delightful couple of flights. He got me to change altitudes, hold steady, do constant ascents and descents and, an inter- you know, set myself up for a landing. We do the one landing and he said you know what I've been watching you all week I know what you're doing I'm going to hop out here you go have fun if you don't stuff up the landing and don't wreck the aircraft you'll have passed <laughs> so I went off for a nice little half hour jolly and um, totally enjoyed it and then we swapped over and yeah he said congratulations you're a pilot and uh, the other two hopped in to continue their training and we went went and gave chase well, that is outstanding, mate. And again, uh, on behalf of everybody here at the Airplane Geeks and at the Australia Desk, I mean, I know that uh, it really means a lot to you, mate. So congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, mate. And by the way, I totally loved that um, NOTAM that Ben Ippolito, ATC Ben, put together for us. That was just hilarious. That went up on the uh, projection board the next day at the <laughs> morning briefing. And the guy doing the briefing is like, okay, now don't forget, you've got to check your NOTAMs. There's the NOTAM that talks about ballooning. And there's a rather interesting new addition. And everyone is looking at it. It took a little while they all read it and they all just started laughing it was hilarious oh yes yes we we, we have contacts here at uh, playing crazy down under mate you know that we can even get <laughs> air services australia to produce a notum in your honor <laughs> that was hilarious okay well, let's do one new story at least besides that this week uh while you're out well, there i having... mean there's something more important than me well probably not mate but anyway. <laughs> in the news this week virgin australia orders uh places an order for 23 737 max aircraft for delivery between 2019 and 2021 does this mean i get to use my max flight joke grant Oh, I don't know. I could use mine too. I reckon if I was flying on one of those, it would be a max flight. You see how that works? A max flight, Grant. Oh, mate, I think that's virgin on the ridiculous. Oh, dear. Good Lord. (laughs) According to this article we found here at uh, centreforaviation.com, Virgin Australia uh, has also delayed delivery of some uh, 737 uh, NG aircraft 
until after 2016. Interesting. So they're going to retire all of their uh, 737-700s by the end of 2013. So that'll make them an all-800 airline until they get their first max. Yeah, so uh, certainly uh, planning for the long term there at uh, Virgin. And uh, well, it'll be interesting. And uh, just having a look here. In fact, the first we found out about this was from a press release from Boeing. And uh, having a look at the 737 MAX, which I haven't spent a lot of time doing, but check out those sharklets. Is that what they call them at Boeing, sharklets? Oh, no, they can't call them sharklets because that's the Airbus ones. These are just a redesigned new winglet. And these will be running with the uh, CFM Leap 1B engines, according to Boeing. So there you go. Uh, Good to see that uh, there's some more investment going on in these tight times. I guess, uh, you know, these tight times can't last forever, surely, Grant? No, they can't. And uh, you need to be able to make these orders. And I'm sure they got a bit of a discount because they're one of the early orderers, I believe. And plus, they're a very solid Boeing customer. So, you know, Virgin Australia would be able to twist some arms and get some good deals. I certainly would. I note with interest that they're saying there the sticker price for one of those is about 95 million US dollars. But, uh, you know, as oh, you s- let's buy two. One, one for you, one for me. Absolutely. But uh, you say they're a solid customer. But of course, they have been purchasing some Airbus product lately. So I guess that would give them a bit of leverage to get uh, perhaps a few dollars off that sticker price. Oh, look, as Qantas can attest to from uh, back when they placed their first Airbus A330 order, there's nothing quite like putting an A330 on to get Boeing to go, oh, okay, we'll knock a little bit more off that aircraft for you. Well, of course, they also use Embraer products as well. Yes, I saw a couple of jungle jets flying in and out, the Embraer E190. Yep, they fly out of Mildura. That is correct. They were flying in and out of Mildura along with Polair 30 and also the uh, Aerospatiale Dauphine helicopter and also a couple of Dash 8s and a Saab SF340. How awful for you and the rest of us were freezing to death down here in Melbourne. Oh, hey, come on. It was minus two on the launch field on Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it didn't stay that way for long in Mildura. <laughs> I was sweating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. Once again, Grant McHeron and now pilot Grant McHeron. That's excellent <laughs> news, mate. Good on you. Thanks, mate. It's uh, it's really good. And yeah, now I've just got to wait for all the official paperwork to be done and then I might shoot out to Horsham where uh, one of our balloons is with a pilot out there and she and I might go and do some flying. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'll let you go and get some rest, Grant. Until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. <sighs> and I'm the rather tired Grant McHeron. Jeez. Southern skies. Online media.